And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's wild and wonderful. What's going to happen? We have no idea. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I get a Wowser Bowser Wednesday? Because God is in charge of this crazy bus called The Christian Journey. First, we're going to jam with Deuteronomy chapter 8. I'm going to share with you a never shared before teaching, not from the universe, from my life, that was under something what we understand is the dynamic application principle. The dynamic application principle is when you read scripture, it highlights to you and you like, oh man, that applies to me directly this way right now. That's the DAP, dynamic application principle. And so I'm going to share this with you. It, it was something that we, Noel and I received a while back, but it also has a broad impact for each one of us who hears God's word. So several principles in this material uh, are, are built upon one another, and I'm going to do my best to present it. No guarantees. I'll just give you the best I got. Your job, if you decide to accept it, is to determine which principles or multiple principles actually apply to you. That's the first thing. The first value we're going to understand is in Deuteronomy 8-7, we see God bringing Israel into a new land. So we often teach this at this kind of mentality at the beginning of a year because its application is always available and helpful. This can be relationships, jobs, finances, ministries, fellowship, health, attitudes, mindset, routines, geographies, or anything else that's a part of your Christian journey. But God is always doing new things. So instead of thinking that you're in a rut Let's start seeing the new that God wants us to walk in. And finally, what is the ticket? That's going to be the question. When we have come to the place where we have been eaten, where we have eaten, not been eaten, when we have eaten and been satisfied, we're told that we need to praise the Lord. Why is that critical? It's critical because if we don't thank the Lord for the good things that are going on, we will forget the Lord. That's a principle in Scripture. And we will tend to think of our new as our own accomplishments, which we can't afford to do. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, so much more. We're asking you, hey, what do you think? Now you can email us during the show. And that email is david at hemustincrease.org. David at hemustincrease.org. You can text us live during the show. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us live during the show. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. 
But when you make that call, I should warn you, get ready. I mean, besides the earth shaking, like I said, you'll end up talking to Jammin' Jacob. Talking to Jammin' Jacob is like waking up and then remembering, hey, it's my day off. <laughs> oh. I mean, how cool is that, right? It's then like, you go back to sleep. Yep, it's <laughs> like, uh, we got to get up. <laughs> that's right. That's what it's like talking to Jammin' Jacob. All right, so here's the deal, and we're going to go to prayer in just a minute for one of our listeners for his son. But listen to what we just did that before, and we'll do it throughout the show because it's what we do. But here's what I want you to catch. Whether you've got a praise report, Eric had a chance to share a praise report. Fantastic job he shared earlier today. We have people that send in prayer requests. You can send them in by, you can call, you can text, you can email. We'll pray for you. Now, the, the key situation in all of this is we think, well, well what are you going to pray? I'm going to pray that God will be God in that situation. And we not just invite him in, we ask him to take control and bring his grace and his peace regardless. Because one thing that happens in the Lord more than anything else is that when you when you stop trying to control it and you surrender it, you find out there is a king of the universe who loves you. And that changes everything. And so you can do all the theology you want. I could talk to you about theology for days, weeks, months, years, and decades. Here's what I know. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. If I could just learn that, I'd be a awesome theologian right all right so if you've got a prayer request you got a praise report okay we also do trivia i'm going to answer the trivia i forgot to answer last time set up a new trivia question but first we're going to pray for uh one of our listeners his name's son his son's name yeah just all over the place his son's name is jamie and i'm uh, not going to go into the circumstance we're just going to pray that god will uh, intervene on all levels. So let's pray. Just be with me. Just take your faith. Join it with mine. It just takes a moment. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. Thank you. Uh, let's pray. Father, we come before you right now again, and we love you, Lord. We just we just completely depend on you. We come to you first. We also come to you in the middle, and we come to you at the end. We come to you often, Lord, because you're our answer. So we lift up Jamie to you. He's got situations. Lord, not all in his control, not all his fault. That that is irrelevant what is relevant is that you can alter circumstance and the people that don't understand the power of prayer it's sad lord I, i'm actually sad for them because they don't understand that you can change it and so we're asking you to say yes and change the circumstance in jamie's life so it turns towards you towards your glory towards your honor we lift him before you lord we ask for protection for the family. We ask for grace and mercy for the family. And that everybody would be assured that it is by your grace and your love and your mercy that deliverance has come forward. We lift it before you and trust you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay. So that's one of the things we do, man. We got, it's not just it's, it's, it's children. It's parents. It's uh, siblings, it's work, it's life, it's life. That's what we pray about, life. And that's what Jesus tried to teach all of us, to find a persistency in that attitude and idea of prayer. Let me go back to the question I did not answer because I do not remember everything. Hey, I'm getting older. 
who was the first person to build the temple was the question. Was it Solomon, David, or Rehoboam? The answer is Solomon was the first to build the temple. David gave him preparation material. You see what I'm saying? So he helped him, but he didn't build it. In fact, he wasn't allowed to build it primarily because he was a man of war and a man of much blood. So that's what the, that's what the righteousness of God requires. That's how we respond to it. We say, yes and amen, Lord. That's what you do. Here's your next trivia question. You guys should be able to get this. It's a little easier. With a goad of oxen, which judge killed 600 Philistines? Was it Samson? Shamgar or Gideon? With the goad of oxen, which judge killed 600 Philistines? Was it Samson, Shamgar, or Gideon? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can... Send an email, david at he must increase.org. That's the trivia question. In the meantime, we're going to do our DNA because it's the building blocks by which we function. D stands for draw closer to the Lord daily. I am telling you, and I wish I could really give a score on this. So I'm really, really committed to my devotions, like way like. You know, OCD, ACD, all those things. <laughs> just like whatever. Just name a name a three thing. I'm in there. Okay. Here's the thing. When I spend time with the Lord, it's like not only do we have this fellowship, but and not only am I reassured that He's with me, but the burden of everything is lighter. And you can't tell me that that's not an awesome experience. And we can do that daily. You have access to the Lord 365, 24-7 through the blood of Jesus Christ. Draw closer to the Lord daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Luke 9, 26. I was in my devotions this morning. Never be ashamed of Jesus. Never be ashamed of what Jesus said. Never be ashamed to be a Christian. Never be ashamed of the gospel. Never be ashamed of being a person who is connected to the kingdom of God. Or Jesus will be ashamed of you. Never be ashamed. You, I know people do dumb things, but there's not a single group in the universe that people don't do dumb things, including, by the way, angels, because at least a third of them did something dumb. Hello? And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. So the cool part about the serving, which I don't talk about this as much as I probably should, but but the cool part about serving is you you then are like on a mission with God. See, so you like you think about this and you think how 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 you know how are you on a like a, a mission with God, right? And it's like okay, think about this. You're in a mission with God because he wants to use you to bless somebody else or encourage somebody else or strengthen somebody else or help somebody else. That's what it's like when you are presenting yourself to serve. You are in partnership with the Lord God Almighty. Okay? All right. Now. Uh, I want to go back to the trivia question. So that's our DNA. We want to make sure everybody gets that, right? Everybody's got DNA. So I want to talk to you about the trivia question because 
I, I think sometimes people need to check the reference points because sometimes the answer seems – what's the word I'm looking for? It seems more obvious than it is. Your reference point, who with a goat of oxen, which judge killed 600 Philistines? Is it Samson, Shamgar, or Gideon? The reference point is Judges chapter 3, verse 21 which means it's in the very early part of the book of Judges. So just think of that before you give the quick answers because that may help you. So again, with the goad of an oxen, okay, or an ox goad, which judge killed 600 Philistines? Was it Samson, Shamgar, or Gideon? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210. 8483 as well. Send an email, David, at he must increase.org. I am going to ask you guys to make sure to pray for uh, uh, Don, who owns the station, right? I would never own a radio station. I would never go through that warfare. I just wouldn't even, I wouldn't even blink to go in that direction. Number two, pray for Jennifer. She runs the station. She keeps everything coordinated. Without Jennifer, there is no there's no running of the station. It's pretty simple. And number three, pray for Jacob. Jacob's not just in his position doing well, and by the way, he's doing very, very well, but he's growing in it, developing in it, becoming a part of it, and I want you to pray that the Lord blesses him and opens his heart and mind, and he receives more and more because that's what you do. That's praying for the people that are helping us do the ministry is a good thing. So before we do anything else, I am going to share a little bit of this text. Uh, nope, I've decided not to do that. I'm going to share something else. Don't you love when I do that? I'm going to do this. Nope, I'm going to do this. Do you like that? Okay, good. I can't, this will blow your mind when I tell you this. Just on the fly. We're, yeah, going, we're rolling. We, we, just, we are just like... <laughs> We were just like, whatever. We'll do whatever. All right. Before somebody answers that trivia question, I want to read this to you. I came across this today. Some of you may have already come across this, but you you have to just acknowledge this. This is one of the coolest things. I shared this with Noel, and I don't share a lot of things in the news because, quite frankly, I don't have a lot of confidence in the news, and I think media very firmly stands for making everyone dumber in America. That's my attitude. I know people don't like it. Do it. Have that person on just a minute. Okay? Let me just do this first. Okay? Now. I came across this article, and I want you to hear this. And I'm not even going to get into the levels or the depths, but just listen to this. This is an article that came out today. It says this, God is working in the midst of the war. This news comes out of Palestine from underground Christian ministries. So right there, when I read that, I always go, wait, wait, you got to have a more of a, a tag to that. There was a deeper tag in that, but I'm not going to uh, share that over the air. Over the past two days, uh, the ministries have ministered to hundreds of fathers who have lost most, if not all, of their children in the war. As these ministries are continuing and they're moving the fathers to safety and washing their clothes and reading the Bible to them, uh, a miracle happened overnight. Jesus appeared to more than 200 of them in their dreams. They all had the same dream. And they've all come back to learn more about God's word and asking how do they follow Jesus. The reason that I bring this up, now I, I will state for the record, there is this distinct possibility that this is not accurate, though it has been sourced. 
But I want to say this for the record because I don't think we, as the people of God, should ever be surprised that God would take one of the most drastic situations that we're witnessing now and say, watch this. Because the persecution of the church in the very beginning of the church's life led to the spread of the gospel. The Lord always takes the circumstance and changes it for his purposes. He allows it until it conforms to what he desires. Could you imagine, though, if you're in a group of people and you all have the same dream and it's about Jesus? What a testimony, right? That's pretty powerful. All right, let's, uh, the person that is on hold, been very patient. Let's send them through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Rosalind. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Rosalind. And thank you, by the way, for you and Robert. I appreciate you guys, as you know. Uh, how are things for you? Oh, well, I was calling to give a praise uh, and a request, since they're both kind of interrelated. Um, so, one, I wanted to thank everybody for the prayers for my legs and my feet uh, from earlier this month. Uh, my feet are feet again, and not footballs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you have feet again, and they are no longer footballs. So uh, yeah. the, now you can actually walk without like falling over. Uh, yes, I don't waddle anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge improvement. <laughs> Incredible! That's hilarious and an excellent testimony. We were glad to pray for you, and I'm so glad that you're doing better in that. Thank you. And and the bigger praise, though, is that a year ago yesterday was uh, my second cancer surgery. And so I'm just much healthier. You know, fast forward, it's a year later, and God has taken care of me and healed me. And I'm just very grateful for that. So that's really my, my big praise. Amen. Uh, Amen. That is so good. I just thank the Lord for it in the name of Jesus. Just praise to the Lord for your being. You have done so much better and you're, you can, you just know you're just like, ah, kingdom, kingdom headed, kingdom oriented. And it's a blessing. It's been a blessing to get to know you too over this last period of time as well. Thank you. It's been the same for for us. I, I did want to share, if you've got a minute, I don't want to, I, sometimes I get long-winded. <laughs> but last year when I, before um, we were going to do the surgery, I was in this uh, show at school. And uh, when they told us the date for the surgery, I thought, oh, no, um, I want to do this show at school and I can do the surgery later because I my thinking wasn't right and I had thought well this way Robert will have something that he can look back on uh, for when I'm not here because I I guess I, I was pretty convinced I wasn't going to make it through that second surgery and a few days later it's like God let me go down that train of thought and I moved everything around and I postponed the surgery a little bit, which was actually going to end up being a month instead of a few days like what I had thought. But they said, well, it's not really going to make a difference. And then a few days later, God said, you know, you're not thinking right. You're trading years with Robert, my husband. 
to do this. So if you want to do this, that's what's going to happen. And so then it was kind of like, oh, my goodness, what was I thinking? <laughs> my my thinking is all wrong. And so then that kind of, because, of course, that happened on a Saturday night when I when God told me that. And so then it was this panic of, I got to get up as early as I can Monday morning to try to reach the doctor and try to undo what I did. And and so I just kept praying that God would you know, forgive my confusion uh, in my mind and, and reset it and let me go back. And so when I started calling that Monday, it was all still there. Like it was waiting for me. God, God left it open so that I can go and have the surgery like I was supposed to. And so I was just so relieved at that initial miracle. And so now it's it's a year later, and now I have the chance to do this uh, performance at school again, which is actually tomorrow and Friday night. And I guess I remember that and how God rescued me and how he's healed me. And I'm, I just want to... I guess I want to dedicate this show and this performance, all of my three minutes, right, <laughs> um, to God, because I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be able to do it if not for God. And and I guess I just I just want um, to thank God for that. And I just pray that you know when the lights come up, I don't panic and be like a deer in the headlights and. <laughs> And then not know what I'm doing and forget everything and mess it all up because that wouldn't be a very good offering. I just want to do the best I can because it's like a, a thank you for God yeah. in a small way. Awesome. All right. So there's so many great things that you were just sharing. So there's a couple of, group of praise reports you gave out of that that are just they're just phenomenal. Okay, and uh, we're very thankful that you can walk normal. <laughs> okay, so we're all, but we're, we're we're much more thankful that you're here with us, a part of us. We're much more thankful that of all those things that the Lord was the one who said to you, "Hey, knock knock, let's change that. This is not the way we want to do this. I want you to go about this a different way." And it reminds me, reminded me right away of, of Jeremiah when Jeremiah, when the Lord said, "You're going to be a prophet." And Jeremiah said, well, I can't be a prophet. I'm a kid. And the Lord said, don't say that about yourself. Say not, I am a child. And so it's like a very powerful to understand that God does that. He intervenes and goes, stop doing that. That's not helping. Go this way. Go this way. Redirects. And that's a what a, that's probably, of all things, the, one of the greatest praises. And I'm going to pray for you in the performance, but I'm going to also speak a, a minor piece of very small wisdom. Okay? Just very okay. small. Very small. Your offering unto the Lord is already seen by the Lord, and it won't be their performance that makes the offering pure. It's the desire to make it the best it can be. That's the offering that God sees. It's not going to be how you pull it off or don't pull it off. It's that you want to pull it off to honor him and to bless those that participate. That offering is already seen. That offering is already accepted, so you don't have to, you know, you don't have to get there and go, boy. I hope God's not disappointed. He's already not disappointed. It's just that simple. You see, because He sees way past. He already knows what you're going to do with the performance. Okay, he, but, but He also knows what you want to do, and that's what He sees. Isn't that just like okay? That's good to know. So that's just a little. It's very good to know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know the other thing I always tell people is when you're getting ready to do it because I do a lot of public stuff 
it's just the best thing you can ever do every time you're about to do anything public, speak, perform, do anything, concert, doesn't matter, speech, doesn't, doesn't whatever you, in your job, whatever, just just do exactly what, what Nehemiah did in, in that three, four seconds before it all happens, just say, you know, let, let's do this together. <laughs> That's like the smartest prayer you could ever make because you're just doing it in partnership with God. So like, okay, that's that's the best that can be done. So let me pray over you, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. What a delight! And we really we enjoy Rosalind and Robert, and I'm just I'm just blessed that they've become a part of our lives, and uh, we're just fortunate in that way. And uh, we just appreciate all that they're all they've gone through. They're they're absolutely they're absolutely a refreshment of fellowship. That's just how I think of them. And, Lord, I'm asking you to just give this peace and this confidence to Rosalind that will just make the whole performance an excitement. And even even that little bit, Lord, of that little nudge in there of, oh, I want it to be as good as it can be. Lord, I know it so well. And I just ask you that she would know you've already accepted this offering and then she would just do the best she can do before you and you would just affirm to her how much you love her. And that you would bless this offering and it would be a blessing for the other people. It doesn't, it's not that it's long, Lord. It's just true. It's not that it's large. It's just a mustard seed. That's all it needs to be. So just bless her in that. And bless Robert in that. And what a faithful and diligent uh, uh, group they are, couple they are, married team they are. Bless them. Bless them, not just financially, just in every way, shape, and form. And thank you for the great testimonies and praise reports that came from Rosalind. She truly gives you the honor and the glory. We appreciate it. Bless her and Robert in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Okay, thank you, David. I really appreciate it. You are welcome. God bless you. Oh, and I figured out the trivia question, but I don't know if somebody answered already. No, did you did you know the trivia answer? No, I had to I had to look it up, and then I'm because I, my first my first thought was wrong, and then I looked it up where you said, but I think I heard you wrong. I went to the wrong verse, and I thought, well, I'm not. So anyway, I found, I figured I found it. Okay, so do you do I say so? If, let me if I ask it to you, you'll know it. I think so. Okay. All right. Wait. With a with a with <laughs> a goat. The with a, <laughs> here you go. Here's your chance. Uh, with a goat of oxen, which judge killed 600 Philistines? Was it Samson, Shamgar, or Gideon? Shamgar. That is correct, Amundo. Yay! It's Judges <laughs> chapter three, verse thirty-one. Samson wasn't in the picture for another fourteen or fifteen chapters or so, or whatever, fourteen or whatever it is. And so, yeah, that was Shamgar who did that particular one. Sammy did the other thing with the jawbone of a donkey, but uh, this was a little different. And the answer was Shamgar. You got it right. Excellent job. Yay! Yay! Yeah, I think he, Samson with the jawbone killed a thousand. Yes, right, exactly. So there's just a little bit of a difference there, but that's because you hear it and you think it's got to be Sammy. It's got to be Samson. And then Al, you know what Al did? Al said it's Sammy, and then uh, then afterwards he goes, "I meant Shamgar, Sammy, not the other Sammy." Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, people. All right. Got it. Anyway, excellent job, Rosalind. Tell Robert I said hello. I will. I will. You guys have a great day. Thank you for the prayers. You got it. God bless. Uh, bye. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. 
All right, we're going to take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. Verse 39, when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Verse 40, meanwhile, Philip found himself farther north at the city of Azotus. He preached the good news there and in every city along the way until he came to Caesarea. He was in Caesarea, by the way, for 20 years, which explains why he had the daughters. But here's what I want you to catch. While he was en route, he landed in the Isotis. However he got from point A to point B is amazing. We don't even know. But what he did was he preached the gospel in every city along the way until he came to his destination. And if you cannot recognize, that is a testimony from God saying you take the gospel wherever you go until you reach your destination, which is either you being called up to the Lord personally, corporately, or however it's going to take place. Every place we go Everywhere we are, we take the gospel. That does not mean you grab a uh, a a you know microphone. It does not mean you grab some kind of uh, horn, bullhorn, and scream at people with the gospel. You just make sure that you are sensitive. That's the very DNA we talk about all the time. You're sensitive to the Lord. You're taking the gospel with you wherever you go. You're recognizing that wherever you go, you might have a one-time encounter with somebody, and they might make a decision for Jesus just based on that encounter. Noel and I had that exact thing happen on our way from San Diego to Rockwell, to Fate. And we met somebody at a, from a hotel that we were at and talked to them one time and prayed with her, and she became a Christian. And we never saw her again. It's not, it's not our call. It's up to the Lord. Just be Available. You don't have to be. That's the word I'm looking for. You don't have to be Billy Graham. Like I said, Billy Graham wasn't Billy Graham. In other words, just be yourself. Be available. You never know what the Lord will do and how He'll use that. Okay. That's what's so cool about this text. Now we finished up to chapter eight. Now Acts chapter nine. We're going into Saul, and that is some serious stuff. Here is the trivia question: What was the affliction of the woman who was touched? Uh, who touched the hem of Jesus' robe, and she had an issue with bleeding, an issue of blood, for uh, quite some time, as we know, 12 years. The issue of blood, that is what she sought the Lord for, and she touched him, and then Jesus healed her physically, socially, psychologically, and emotionally all together at one time. Isn't that cool? Jesus is cool. On Christ the solid rock I stand All other ground Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where the Lord has made it clear to me just now that we were not doing the teaching I originally thought we were going to do. Isn't that fun? And what I was thinking about doing in that text, we just heard that fill the part that I was thinking about doing is the very next section right after what that Phil just talked about, and it's like, okay, 
I'm just telling you right now. I won't do this perfect. It won't be solid. It won't be anything, but I believe it'll be what the Lord wants. We'll just do our best with it. Here's your trivia question. And oh my, this is a great question. Not even a good one. This is a great question. That level, that level. Ready? All right. How did the Lord's Supper end? With a song, with a prayer, or with an offering? Your answer is in Mark chapter 14, verse 26. And it's okay to look it up. I like it when people, I don't, I'd rather you not Google it unless you don't have access to a Bible. But, you know, then, then that'd be fine. But how did the Lord's Supper end? With song, with prayer, or with offering? Okay, somebody's ready to answer that question. Uh, if you think you know, you want to reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can also uh, text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email, david, at hemusincrease.org. I am going to have that person, uh, the, I guess they called and then it clicked off. That's right. But i got to send people up to the website anyway. And we send people up to the website and I hate bringing this kind of stuff up, but it's part of ministry, and Jesus didn't hate it, and i got to do a better job, and I'm starting to you know, go vacillate back and forth. So I was doing pretty good asking people about giving, and then I you know, got a really nasty email, and it's like, gosh, I hate when that happens. And just the enemy, it's just my own little war, whatever the case may be. But I need to send you guys up to the website because we need giving. And it's just in order for us to keep doing the ministry, we need help. That's just all there is to it. And I, I would gladly take an additional job just to keep it going if the Lord would allow me to. <laughs> but I've only made 36 applications and nothing's happened. So I'm just going to ask the Lord to have it happen through the people. And so if you can give, give. If you can't, do not feel bad. No manipulation. This is for those, this is for those that are able to give and that the Lord puts it on your heart. Please do so. That'd be phenomenal. We're going to send you to the website. Let me give you this scripture. Luke 6, 38, give and it'll be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. I'm not going to measure it back to you. I'm going to give you a receipt at the end of the year. God is going to measure it back to you. That's who you're giving against, so to speak. So we'll encourage you to check out the website. And then if you can give, give. Go to the website at hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemosincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. That's right. We don't need roads, and I don't think they would help right now anyway. Uh, we do have somebody ready to answer the trivia question. Just to remind you, the trivia question is, how did the Lord's Supper end? With song, with prayer, or with offering? Let's go ahead and send the person through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? It's Will Roger again. Hello, Roger again. How are you? I'm doing okay. You're doing okay? Better than a poke in the yeah. eye with a sharp stick? Do what? Are you doing better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to answer your trip off the cuff. Oh, you can answer, answer that? Answer your trip. Without... So we can't... 
Off, off the cuff. Really? Because I'm not positive. Okay. But sure. I think I know. Okay. You want me to set and, it up for you? Yeah, set it up. Okay. How did the Lord's Supper end? With song, with prayer, or with offering? I'm going to say prayer. Okay. But if it wasn't prayer, what would it be? Offering. And then if it wasn't offering, what might it be? <laughs> the first one. <laughs> song! He's right! There it is! I messed up. <laughs> it actually... I was... I was... Go ahead. But I, I had a, a a word about the what you just did and said, and the word was uh, be instant in season and out of season. Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> Amen. so I was I didn't have I'm at lunch in my car and I didn't have time. I wanted to get to the phone and answer, and I thought I was right, but then. You know, I'm not perfect. That's, <laughs> that's that's why we get along. That's why we're so compatible. It's like, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and you give me a matter of fact, you give me a second chance, and then you gave me a third chance. <laughs> well, God gives me more chances than you just gave me. So <laughs> that's right. That is absolutely absolutely right. And then that trivia question, they ended it with singing singing a hymn. So that's how okay. they ended that. So that's why it was with song is kind of how that okay. whole, that's, that's where that came from. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> well, that's okay. I mean, you know, I can't be right about everything. I know, just most of the things. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty good, but, I, you know, I'm a, I miss one here and there. That's all right. You know? <laughs> but I, did you get the, the meaning of my word, though? Yes, be instant in season, out of season. That means whether you like it or not, keep it going, keep doing it, be ready at all times, do it before the Lord, and don't pull back because you're not comfortable. That one? Right. Okay. I just thought I'd check if that was the one. That's it. <laughs> it's a good word. Bro. Yeah, you're, you're doing the, like you were going to try to teach one thing, and then it wasn't enough time. So then you just relate, and then I'm interrupting with my word. So, you know, God has a reason for everything That's and right. a plan for everything. And we're not going to interrupt his plan or his reason. And, you know, he might interrupt our plan and our reason, you know, because he, he likes to mix it up a little bit because he wants to know, let everyone know that it's going to be his way and not, your way. Exactly. Our way usually stinks. Yes, that is true. In fact, in fact, Noelle had a, a great word this morning that her and I were talking, and she said, you, you need to not focus on the plan, but trust the planner. Like, ooh, that's a good one right that's there. It goes right along with the instant right. in season that's right. and out of season. Don't focus on the plan. Focus on the planner. Like, I'm so glad God gave you me, you and me together, just for you to rebuke me with that really good word. Anyway. <laughs> God bless you. All right. God bless, and, brother. Uh, and uh, I, I didn't want to call in too many times, but that's okay. I, I had a call this time. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> he's, so, he's just wonderful. All right. So. I'm going to do a short little teach, then we're going to do other stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll break in about 
three, four, five minutes, but listen to this. So you just heard that fill. This is not this is not how this stuff is is so it's so strange, or not strange, how the Lord does this, but we just talked about that lady who touched Jesus, right? And so we're just a so here was the portion of my devotions uh afterwards, uh after that. It says this is after the lady was healed, right? And so she gets she gets healed. And uh, Jesus is like, hey, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. So it was her faith that they made the contact through. But then this is what happened. While he was still speaking, this is Luke chapter 8, verse 49. While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying unto him, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. And so for those who want to know what does that mean, don't trouble, you know, don't trouble the teacher, it's uh, it's like it's like the rabbi. It's like don't 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 bother the rabbi anymore. Now listen, verse fifty. But when Jesus heard it, heard it, he answered, saying, "Do not be afraid. Only believe, and she will be made well." So I want you to catch what I'm where we're going to go with this. And I've taught on this before, but just how it presented itself was just so powerful. He's speaking, right? Jesus is speaking to that woman who had just been healed. Daughter, you're good. Be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Great job having that faith. Go in peace. While he's speaking, somebody from the, from the original reason Jesus was going was because Jairus is, uh, is asked him to come and heal his daughter. And so somebody came and said, your daughter is dead. Don't trouble the teacher. Don't bother the rabbi anymore. And I just had this thought when I was reading this, like how often do we think that something is dead and gone and can't be ever fixed? Stop bothering God about it. Just think about that. You could, it could be a friendship or relationship. It could be a situation. It could be anything. But you just think it's dead, it's gone, it's done, goodbye. But not in the economy of God. You think about my my child is so. I have a wayward child. I have a, I have a, 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 a prodigal would be nice. Uh, I, I mean, I have a wayward. Child. It's like, oh, I just there's it's dead. I can't do anything about it. Don't bother the don't bother the rabbi anymore. Wrong. Wrong. And Jesus said that's wrong. Jesus taught to teach by pers- to, to pray by persistence. And so just because you think somebody says it's dead doesn't mean it's dead. It's only dead when God says it's dead, and it's usually never dead to God. And verse 50, Jesus hears him, and he says this. Number one, don't be afraid. How many times does Jesus say don't be afraid before he's going to give them lessons? Because fear is the very thing that takes away any possibilities of faith. Fear gives, gives way to doubt. And doubt takes away from faith. Fear is faith in the wrong direction. And so Jesus says, don't be afraid. Only believe. And she will be made well. Now, what I want you to catch out of that is Jesus just said in verse 48 to the woman, your faith has made you well. And now he says to Jairus, only believe. You get the impression from Jesus that faith is a big deal. A real big deal. And you get the impression that even if you think it's dead and gone, if the Lord hasn't hasn't told you to quit, then you shouldn't quit praying on it. You think, well, I've been praying for this person for 30 years. Well, if you're alive for another 20 years, pray for that next 20 too. Because you know when you stop? Never. You don't stop. And this isn't just children. This is many, many things. And if the Lord says it's over, then it's over. 
But if the Lord doesn't say that, then that's different. And what is it that Jesus says to Jairus? Don't listen to that. Because people's evaluations, people's understandings, people's declarations do not amount to God's declarations. And they say all the things about, you know, especially in politics, you hear all these things, and it doesn't matter whether it's on the left or the right, just to be honest about it. So everybody's making this proclamation, this proclamation, this proclamation. Yeah, I, I swear I read three or 4,000 times in the Bible how God's in charge. I swear it's in there somewhere. And so it's like the idea behind this is, you know, stop saying this is this or this has to happen. You know what? Believe. Believe. It will make people well. And that's exactly what it did for the woman. And that's exactly what Jesus promised for Jairus' daughter who was dead. But not to God. Believe. And it will be well. It will be made well. Raise that faith. Move your faith from a six to a nine. Flip it upside down. Okay, we'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Like any person searching for answers, I, too, have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media, and on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section, and it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video, but you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable, but it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon experience? Because what we're getting is this snapshot of Jesus. And there's a lot of stuff that we do, a lot of stuff that we say. But at no point should anybody ever lose what's going on here. And when we get into our Philippians teach tomorrow, you're going to see how very specific Christology, the study of Christ, fits into play on Jesus Christ being honored uh, above all and understanding how that this snapshot of Jesus plays into or leads us into the understanding of the superiority of Christ. Nobody else was fully God and fully man, period. And so nobody else can represent God to man or man to God. So in this situation, we get to see the Jairus. He has a 12-year-old daughter. She's dying. Not, uh, not good news. This woman who's got this bleeding issue, issue of blood, she comes up to Jesus, uh, touches him without saying anything. Jesus has restoration and healing for her in physical, social, 
and psychological aspects, which is just uh, wonderful if you think about how Jesus, Jesus cares about the whole person. Doesn't care about a part of a person, cares about every inch of you. If you're doing well physically, but you're not doing well psychologically, Jesus cares about that. If you're doing well psychologically and not doing well physically, Jesus cares about that. If you can't have contact with people and you feel like you're completely isolated, Jesus cares about that. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where now we had... Now, listen, if you guys did not catch that, (laughs) see? So this portion that I taught on just now, so before I taught on it, there was a fill. Remember, I have nothing to do with these fills. Then I taught on this with Jarius, and then the very next thing is the next portion, which is... I just feel like the Lord's going, keep going, Dave. Keep going, Dave. That is that is one fill, the teach, and another fill sandwiching exactly what I was talking about. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I better, I, if you need prayer, this is a good time to get it. That'd be my, if you need prayer, this would be an excellent time for you to take advantage of that. Uh, we are going to do our next trivia question. Who were the sons of Jacob and Rachel? Is it Dan and Ephraim, Reuben and Gad, or Joseph and Benjamin? Who were the sons of Jacob and Rachel? Dan and Ephraim, Reuben and Gad, Joseph and Benjamin. Which of those, if you think you know, by the way, uh, 972-445-0770. You can also text... 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. So I want to make sure you guys understand what the question is because it's pretty straightforward. So you know Jacob had many, 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 many kids. How many sons of Jacob and Rachel, or who were the sons? Uh, so there's obviously there's two of them. Is it Dan and Ephraim? Is it Reuben and Gad? Or is it Joseph and Benjamin? We do have somebody on the line that is ready to answer the uh, trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, this is your little brother. Hey, what's going on, Samson? Hey, not much. I'm in a. Okay. All right. Um, you ready for the, you're ready for the triv triv? Yes, yes. Okay, here we go. Who were the sons of Jacob and Rachel? Is it Dan and Ephraim, Reuben and Gad, or Joseph and Benjamin? Uh, Benjamin Franklin and Joseph Biden. There you go! Hey, two, two presidents, man. That's right. so, so you got two of them. Come That's on, right. Man. <laughs> yep, of all those kids, those were the only kids that came out of him and uh, him and, and Rachel. So, but uh, two two very powerful, especially Joseph, man. What a guy! I mean, that guy was just amazing. How are things going, bro? Uh, well, pray for me. I was trying to fix my car. Uh, since last night, and it's like I messed up. <laughs> so you, your mechanical the skills. The time I was doing it, I saw on the YouTube. It's so easy. <laughs> so, well, maybe that's not my. Maybe that's not your forte. 
Yeah, so now I'm going to my friend, and he's going to help me. So, okay, all right. So so what you really yeah, need so is then, just patience to have well, the card done. my wife wasn't happy. She said, you shouldn't be doing it today because we have a very busy schedule. So, <laughs> she said, could have you waited? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray that the Lord just helps you get through this. Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's, yes, let's please. Pray. I need <laughs> let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. Lift up our precious brother Samson. Lord, sometimes uh, he's no different than me or any of us other kids. Lord, sometimes we put our hands to something that maybe maybe it wasn't the most uh, brilliant idea. Just help him recover. Help it get simplified. Help them let everything work out. And let it not create problems for schedules or families. Let it just get solved. Let them just be at peace about it. And yes, Lord, we know. We get to pray about the deepest things and the littlest things because you care about the deepest things and the littlest things. And that's because you love us. So thank you so much for loving us. And bless in that process. Bless our brother in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you. Thank, thank you, brother. brother. All right. God bless you, bro. Hey, what's the update for Eastern? He is actually doing better. He's going to get his, uh, he had that surgery, he's going to get his cast off, but he has done uh, substantially better the last 48 to 72 hours. No, praise God for that. Keep praying, bro. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you, brother. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. So, all right. This is a big, big thing we're going to finish on, so we're not going to have time to do history or jokes or anything like that. So let me finish on this thing with Jairus. It's just so cool, so I want to make sure you get there. So Jesus tells Jairus, don't be afraid, only believe, and she will be made well. Okay? That's what he says. Now, verse 51. When Jesus came to the house, he permitted no one to go inside except for Peter, James, John, and the father and the mother. I find it always amazing because Jesus is very protective in this particular atmosphere. In not every atmosphere is he protective, but in this one he is, because this was going to be, you know, heavy-duty stuff, right? Verse 52, now all wept and mourned for her, okay? They were all mourning. They were all weeping because the, the girl had passed. But Jesus said, do not weep. She is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him, knowing that she was dead. See this text right here? This will change your life if you will let it. People, it wasn't abnormal for those people to cry. It wasn't a weird thing. Oh, that's bizarre. And and whether they were paid or not is not fully uh, communicated. And some were and probably some were not. Because they had paid mourners. They did that back then. You know, paid protesters, paid mourners, that kind of thing. She, he says clearly, don't weep. She's not dead, but she's sleeping. And they mocked him. And people that don't believe in the miraculous power of God to change a circumstance that seems unchangeable mock God. That's the truth. And in verse 54, it says he put them all outside. So initially he restricts who's coming in. Listen to this. It's just so amazing. He restricts who's coming in. Then he tells them this is what's going on. Then they're like, oh, that's not, no, God can't do that, no. And then he kicks them all out. So not only is he restrictive of who comes in, he's also restrictive of who stays. And he's like, out. (laughs) And when it says he put them outside, you have to wonder how that happened. We don't know fully. But I just get the impression Jesus went, out. 
get out, get out, you know, because they all went outside. And then he took her hand by the hand saying, little girl, arise. Now, I thought about this today. He didn't use her name. He just said, little girl, arise, which I I did find to be unique. And then it says in verse 55, her spirit returned. God can return and bring back that which he desires. Is everything going to be brought back? No. But in this circumstance and in this situation, instead of mocking God and disbelieving, we should be the very ones that say, all things are possible to him that believes, and Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and there is no circumstance that I encounter, no situation that I endure, that God cannot bring it back from the dead and make it live and return it. That's the God we serve. That's the king of the universe. That's who loves you. Don't tell me it's too late. Not with God. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break, and we'll come back. More Insanity of Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.